Today, you are listening to Think Again Christian, where pop culture and Christian traditions collide with biblical truth. Sponsored by Rainier Christian Schools. And now your host, pastor of Ravensdale Bible Church and superintendent of Rainier Christian Schools, Tony Jamie. Rethinking, re-examining concepts, ideas, traditions and beliefs, not only in our culture, but also our Christian circles. Do you ever lose heart? I know you do. One of the things as a pastor that uh, I have a great privilege of is, is is counseling. And a lot of people are able to come to me and and ask questions and and, and, and really pour their heart out. And, and it's an amazing thing, to, to be honest, and it's a, it's a great privilege. The hard part of it is so many people are, are, are very anxious. Uh, so many of you out there... Uh, are anxious and 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 you've lost you've lost hope. Uh, you 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 just you you kind of lack that vision. You 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 don't see the finish line, and and so you feel like giving up. And so today, I want I want to make sure that we don't do that. And there's some great biblical reasons not to do that, and some inspirational reasons as well. And so some some people, you know, maybe it's their marriage, and they think to themselves, I, I just can't keep this going. Uh, they they don't see the the you know, the, the future hope of getting past whatever the circumstances or even getting past, you know, they just had 15 years and they, they can't see another 15 years of doing this or parenting. You know, it, it's hard. It, it's it's no, nobody said it was going to be easy to parent, especially when you have two, three, four, five couple exchange students. Um, you know, it, it's it's hard and it gets harder. Maybe it's your job. You don't like it, and it and it's it's hard. It's a, it's a struggle. That's why we call it work, right? Or it's it's ministry. You 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 want to be more involved, or or maybe you want to go into full time ministry, but you're scared to go. You, you're you're afraid of of what might happen. Some of us even struggle with just the 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 purpose of, of what it is that we're doing. I mean, what's the point? What? Why am I doing this? Why am, why am I even getting up in the morning? We even struggle with things like recreation. You know, is, is it worth all the effort and energy? I mean, you know, if I go to the the fair, or the baseball game, you know, it's an all day thing, and I got to go there and spend money, and you know, you know, it's just not worth the effort. And then we see a lot of people, and you know, struggling maybe physically. They 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 want to be healthy, but it's it's exhausting. You know, and they look in the mirror, and they they've been at it for a couple months or a couple years, and and they just don't see it, and they just think to themselves, I, I, I can't keep doing this. Well, so many times we find ourselves feeling helpless and, and desperate. Why? Well, because we can't see the finish line. We, we don't see what's at the end. If we knew it was at the end and we knew that we, we ended up coming in first or winning or having a good time, then, then we, would, we, we would be thrilled to go through it. But when we're in the middle of that storm or that trial— that's another thing. I, w- I want to share with you a, a, an inspirational story, a true story. And I, and I, I absolutely love biographies. I love true stories. Uh, the, they're better than fiction. They, they really are. And the more you learn about them, the, the more details, the, the better it gets. But I, I bet you've never heard of, of Florence Chadwick. Florence Chadwick was, was something before electricity. Well, she's not quite that old, but... She was born in 1918 and grew up in San Diego in the Point Loma area. And if you're familiar with that area, it's absolutely beautiful, gorgeous, right on the ocean. 
uh, it's spectacular. And so as most people growing up in that area, she, she was a swimmer and she loved to swim, but she was actually a great swimmer. And at the age of 31, she swam the English Channel in, in a record time. That's the channel between uh, France uh, to England. It takes 13 hours and 20 minutes, 13 hours to swim. That makes me tired just thinking about it. And so she, w- she was world famous at one point in time. Well, in 1952, she decided to, to attempt a 26-mile uh, swim. And that was between uh, the California coastline, which is exactly right where I grew up, and, and, and Catalina Island. And so sometimes it's hard to see Catalina Island because of the, the, the smog. Um, but it, it's out there, and it's far. And so she was attempting to swim the 26 miles. And so there's a whole crew of people. There are a bunch of boats flanking her, uh, media, her support team, and also, you know, some sharks, no big deal. And so she's swimming. And after hour number 15, this thick fog started to settle in. And Florence began to doubt that she could make it. And she told some of the men that were in the boat next to her, I don't think I can do it. I don't think I can make it. And so an hour later, so in the 16th hour, she, she gave up. She quit. And now when she was in the boat and she climbed in and got the, the towel on, all of a sudden the, fo- the, the fog started to slip away a little bit. Guess what she could see? Just past the fog, about a mile away, she could see the coast. She was a mile away and she didn't even realize it. Two months later, she did the same feat, and she actually succeeded with ease. What was the difference? She, she changed from having that doubt and, and not being able to see it, not being able to know what was going to happen to, I know I can. I have the confidence that I can. And so Florence, and this is what I love about this story, because Florence wasn't a first-timer. We're talking about somebody who was greatly skilled, greatly experienced and successful. I mean, she's, she's a pro at it. And yet she lost heart. She, she lost confidence. Why? Because she couldn't see past the fog. And I like that because sometimes, you know, we hear some of these stories and we just can't relate to these people. Um, or, you know, or, you know, this is the first time. And so, well, of course, you know, she failed. Everybody would fail. And it's like, no, uh, th- this is a, a very skilled athlete who had success, and even she lost heart. So that reminds me that, you know what? It happens. It happens to the best of us. And so don't despair. Don't lose heart. And so today I want to look at Florence Chadwick's experience that, that gives us three reasons why, uh, why, why we can pursue our goals with, with confidence, even if we can't see past the fog. Uh, and there's just three kind of general concepts. One, it's not about your personal skill. It's not about your personal skill. Uh, number two is have a support system. Ha- have, have a team of people that support you. And then finally, our hope is in Christ. Our hope is in Christ Jesus. And so with that, we can conquer anything. And so, you know, so many times we tend to think about the, the skill set, the skill level and say, well, you know, you have to be a great athlete. And, and yet I'm always reminded of, of year upon year upon year how athletes just can't get to a certain mark. You think of the four-minute mile. For so many years, you, you, you couldn't run a, run a mile in four minutes. 
The second that happens, all of a sudden, all kinds of people start running the four-minute mile. High schoolers run the four-minute mile now. Why? Because they could see past the fog. Now, the Guinness Book of Records is all about records being set that nobody else has done before and then other people coming along and re-breaking them and resetting them. You know, things like going to the moon, you know, sailing to America. I mean, these are things that, you know, we've, we've done now. We don't even think twice about it. So it's not about your personal skill as much as having the heart and the hope and the vision that you can do it in whatever it is that you do. Another aspect is have a support system, have a team of people that are that are for you. You're not alone. You don't need to be alone. Uh, Florence wasn't alone. She had family. She had friends. She had colleagues. She even had fans. Yes, there's going to be some critics. Uh, Lou Holt said, you know, uh, 80 percent of the people. Uh, don't care about your problems. The other 20% are glad you have them. Well, it's not quite that bad. You you do have people that love you and want to support you. Uh, gather them around. Dial into your community. And especially as Christians, we have a fellowship of believers that are rooting and supporting us. And so finally, and really the, the foundation of our life is that our hope is in Christ Jesus. I love the definition of faith that's in Hebrews 11.1, which is faith is the assurance, assurance, you're sure of things that you hope for, the conviction of things not seen. So you're sure and you're fully convicted uh, about things that you're hoping for and can't see. Well, that's the definition of faith. And so we have that faith and we've done amazing things in in the Christian community because that faith isn't in ourselves, but, but that faith is actually in Christ Jesus. And I'm often reminded that, you know, Jesus didn't came to just, you know, make sure that we knew we can make it through the day. He came to give life and give it abundantly. Give life and give it abundantly. What, what does that mean? That means have hope, have dreams, have vision. And, and you know what? It doesn't have to be, you know, inventing anything. It could just be, you know, Having a garden, you've always wanted a garden. You know what? I want to do it. Uh, and so many times we just, we, we lose heart in some of the, the smallest of little things. But time after time, having these dreams and these goals and then failing leads us to think, I, I you know, I can't do it. Well, you can do it. You can have that vision. This is why I love Philippians 3 that talks about the idea of, of pressing on. Because so many times we, we, we are so fixated on what lies behind and what the past is that, that you know, we're, we're, we're kind of running this race and we're looking backwards. You know, it's the cardinal sin. You always look forward. You always stare at the finish line. You don't look to the right. You don't look to the left. You, you just run right through and about 10 yards through. Imagine seeing a sprinter running and the whole time he was looking backwards or over his shoulder. Uh, he would never make it. The world's fastest man would, would end up coming in sixth place because it slows you down. It keeps you back. It, 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 it holds you from the things and the vision and the dreams that you have. And, and just think about this. These, these are things that, that, that the Lord God himself uh, hopefully has, has placed in your heart. He's given you the desires of your heart. And so... Florence Chadwick gives us this, this picture then um, that, that, that even, even the, the, the best of the best lose heart, but we don't have to. We, we don't have to. And so we want to make sure that, 
that we we have a proper understanding of of what that looks like because we don't want to we don't want to say you know that just anybody can can go to the moon right I, I just saw this amazing special of this this guy who had a desire to take a balloon and take it up to the highest point it had ever been uh, in the in the you know history of the world now this was just a guy he wasn't part of the military wasn't part of nasa and but he had this dream and this goal and this vision in and of himself there's no way he could have accomplished that but he surrounded himself with this amazing team that all of a sudden did include nasa the military and a support system and because of that he was able to 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 reach those heights Um, fascinating fascinating story when we come back We'll take a look at some some scripture. We'll take a look at some of the verses that, that give us that hope to cling to, even though we can't see past the fog. Since their small beginnings in 1963, the ministry of Rainier Christian Schools has been dedicated to educating and developing each of their students for the glory of God. And it's more than just a school. Rainier Christian Schools is actually an entire school district, with three schools serving the areas of Kent, Auburn, Covington, Renton, and Maple Valley. The Christ-centered environment weaves God's truth through everything they do, from top-notch academics all the way through their competitive sports programs. Learn more at RainierCSD.org or call 425-255-7273. That's 425-255-7273. Contact Rainier Christian Schools today. Welcome back. You're listening to Think Again Christian, sponsored by Rainier Christian Schools. And now your host, Tony Jamie. Have you ever felt a little discouraged? Have you ever felt like you just can't make it anymore? Well, today we're we're talking about Florence Chadwick and and her situation and swimming from Catalina to the California coastline, probably to about the area of Manhattan Beach where, where I actually grew up swimming. And, and, and Florence lost hope and lost despair because the fog rolled in and she couldn't quite see the finish line. Well, before we judge her too harshly, we, we all fall into this. And the scriptures aren't silent about this. The, the scriptures give us great hope and give us great uh, promises so that so that we can lean and, and and rely upon our Lord, our God, our Creator, who is a personal God. He didn't just you know place us on Earth and like the deists believe you know set the clock and step away. This is an intimate God. You know I think of some 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 verses to cling to and and one of them and and, and most of us are familiar with it. So that's why I thought I'd start with Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, which. This great promise that was promised to the nation of Israel, to the specific promise to a specific people in a specific time, and this promise was was plans to prosper, plans to prosper. And you know, as as New Testament, New Covenant Christians, you know, we can draw from this history of hope that that not only did God have plans for Israel to prosper, but God has has plans for for us too. He has sovereign plans, and, and we see things like in Romans 8, you know, this, this idea and this concept of him foreknowing and predestining and calling and justifying and, and glorifying us, and, and to the point that nothing will separate us from the love of Christ, not even tribulation, especially not tribulation, especially not trials. 
I think about the Israelites being uh, in Egypt in bondage for 400 years. I mean, that's not a little thing. That's generation after generation after generation. And you could understand why they would look up and think to themselves, where are you? Where's the Lord in all of this? And is this what life is all about, just grinding away year after year, working for the Egyptians? And the thing that they couldn't see and the thing that they were told by Abraham that it would be 400 years, but but they lost sight of that. They, they couldn't see that Passover was coming. One of the greatest events in, in the history of man where, where God was going to set his people free through Passover, where God was going to split the Red Sea in half and walk about two million people through through the sea, where God was going to bring water out of a rock, where God was going to feed them with manna and quail and and protect them uh, by through military defeats of not only the Egyptians but Amalekites and Philistines. But when they were enslaved, they couldn't see any of that. The fog was too thick. And so the Bible indicates that that we are designed for a purpose, and one of those purposes is to to glorify God in 1 Corinthians 10.31. Whatever we do, whether we eat or drink, whatever it is, we're, we're here to glorify God, and we can do that in good and in bad times. Uh, but we're, we're also here to use our gifts, and God's given us gifts, and we see spiritual gifts in, in Romans 12, and we see that in you know, 1 Corinthians 12 that, that God describes us as as being like the body of Christ where some are ears and eyes and nose. And, and so he's made us for a purpose. And, and sometimes we, we're a little misguided in our purpose. We're, we're the nose and we have this amazing sense of smell and we, 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 we can smell these diff- beautiful and amazing aromas, but we want to be the eye. You know, we, we want to see it. Uh, we want to be the ear. We want to hear it. And, and so... Uh, we we get confused in, in, in this illustration of Chadwick's fog. We're, we're, we're lost in the fog and we don't end up doing anything well. And so, you know, we're to present our bodies as, as instruments for God's use, for instruments for God's use, because he does have a plan and a purpose for our lives. We're not just walking around aimlessly. You know, one of the unfortunate parts of being a part of uh, of a school system with you know 500 to 600 students is is seeing some of those students uh, lose heart they 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 lack the vision they just can't see past this fog of adolescence uh, being a teenager right and we, we've seen this we've we've seen you know friends family maybe even you went through this when you were younger and so, you know, the, they come to high school and, you know, there's academics, there's sports, there's the social aspect, and all of a sudden things just get a little bit more difficult. They go to class and the class gets hard. The math is harder every single year. It steps up, it gets harder and harder and harder, and, and it's confusing. And, and then they get behind, they, they don't do well on a test, and the homework's hard, and so they don't finish. And all of a sudden they look back and they think, you know what, I'm never going to make it. I got an F, I got a D, and instead of thinking, you know what, grind through, finish the course, and at the end, you'll make it, some of them just, just give up. They think to themselves, I, I, don't see, I don't see it. 
I, I, I don't even see the point of the class. I, I don't know the why. And so they lack the complete vision and understanding of, of, of why they're in school and why they're in class and why they're in history or science or math class. And so they get lost in the, in the fog. If they could just see what happens at the end once they have that, that diploma, if they could just see what happens four years later after they go to college, they could just see four years later after they've been working and get married, they could just see 10 years down the road and how valuable that experience was. And then like most of us, we look back and we go, oh, all that time that was given to me for free and I had all day long and I had 13 years to learn it and do it and study it. I wish I could go back and do it all over again right? We even see this in sports and, and being a, an athlete myself and a coach, it's, it's one of those areas. And this is why sports can be, can be an awesome thing in, in high school. In a lot of ways, I wish I could mandate you know, that everybody played a sport and everybody participated in music because there's so many valuable lessons to be learned in, in both, both of those disciplines. But one of them is, is failing. You know, for the first time, uh, a lot of our students, you know, go into sports that was so easy and they were good and all of a sudden it's not easy anymore and there's a lot more competition and they're not the star. Not only are they not the star, there's serious competition. They might not even start. They might not even play. And so what's the response? The The response is, wow, I, I just, I, I can't see myself doing the whole season of, of failing like this. Maybe I'll quit now. I always tell my, my, my sons, it's not where you start at the beginning of the year. It's, it's where you are at the end of the year. So you might not start. You might not be playing the, the position you want to play. You might not have that success. But by the end of the year, by the finish line, by the time you reach the coastline, that's when it matters. Work through the fog. Work through the, the, the struggle. And then socially, you know, you, you're in elementary school and yeah, they have some chirping and some little, you know, uh, elementary school woes. But pretty much everybody likes everybody, you know, and the, the groups are all one big giant pack. And, you know, you get into high school and all of a sudden there's, you know, some bullying. There's some gossip. There's, there's heartbreaking relationships. It gets incredibly complex. And, and it's, it's a difficult thing to process. And it's every single day in so many different ways. And now one of the... The hard aspects of this is it used to be at least you could go home and escape school. It doesn't leave. In fact, it escalates with all the, the texting and the social media because now all the people picking on you and bullying you all keep doing it all night long. It's, it's crazy. And so we see a lot of students lose heart and they, they, they withdraw from, from the other kids. See, the process is difficult, and, and since they, they can't see the finish line, they, they lose heart. They, they want to quit, and, and, and despite the support team that they have, because the kids do have support systems. They have parents. They have teachers. They have coaches, uh, siblings. There's a lot of people that are willing to step in and work with them, but uh, they don't see it. They don't see it. And some of you don't see it. Some of you don't see uh, the great cloud that's around you. And so... I want to remind you that, that, that Florence Chadwick was not a superhero. She was a winner. She was a winner. She was a great athlete who failed. She was down, but not out. She came back. She conquered. And then she ended up going uh, back to London and, and, and setting more records. 
You know, I, I, I've read countless biographies of successful people, and so many of them have failed at one point in their career. Vince Lombardi, the famous football coach, says it's not whether you get knocked down, it's whether you get back up. And so we need to be more than conquerors, knowing that God is for us. God is for us. Who can stand against us? Who can defeat us? Nobody. Neither heights, nor depths, nor principalities. Nothing shall separate us from the love of God. See, God has a purpose and a plan for our marriage, for our parenting, for our vocation, for ministry, for all of that. And God is so good, so good. Put your trust in him. Put your faith in him. Put your confidence in him. And even though you can't see past the fog, know that he is there. So remember, even the best of the best lose heart. But before you quit, you might be just one mile away. So think again. You've been listening to Think Again Christian, sponsored by Rainier Christian Schools and Tony Jamie. Rainier Christian Schools serves preschool through high school with three locations in the Renton, Maple Valley, Covington, Kent, and Auburn areas. For more information about Rainier Christian Schools, www.rainiercsd.org. Or call 425-255-7273.